Hey, my name is Adeline Warren and you're listening to Girl Talk. I like to say that I'm the big sister of the internet. You can watch me fuck up all you want, but hey, maybe we can learn something from it. I hope you enjoy. Adenjone Mitsubishi! Adenjone pickpockets! Girl, that shit is stuck in my head. Why are the remixes so good? <laughs> um, but hey girl, hey bitch. Um, I hope that you're doing well. I hope that you're thriving in life because I'm fucking over it. I'm fucking over life. I'm fucking done with this shit called life because I feel like I just sometimes take life so fucking seriously when it's really just not. It's really just not that serious. So I wanted to go on a little mini rant before we do any questions or anything like that today because there's something that I just like kind of had an epiphany about and I just wanted to talk about it. And the thing is, I think just like money because basically I went on a call with my private banker and we were going over like my taxes and shit like that and like, you know, how much money I'm going to be spending on taxes and like saving my money and like my corporation, whatever the fuck. And I think I just came to the conclusion that like, yes, you should set yourself up for success and yes, you should, you know, budget and make sure that you're within your spending zone, whatever. But at the end of the day, just buy the shit that you want to buy. Because I think that for so many years, I grew up in a household where we didn't really grow up with much. I grew up in a household where like every chore we did, it was like 25 cents. And like I would save up to like get a cool toy at like Disneyland or something. Um, Like all of my friends would have you know, money for lunch. And like, I was the kid that had like, you know, my mom packed me my lunch. And at the time I was like, fuck mom, like, can you just give me five bucks? And like now realizing I'm like, my mom, she really did everything with love. Even just like taking the bus to and from school. I'm like, fuck mom. Like, I hate the bus. Like, please, can you just pick me up? She never would. (laughs) I do kind of hate her for that though. (laughs) Love you, mom. But I just grew up in this like kind of like scarcity, like lack mindset. Like I've always wanted, you know, this Victoria's Secret backpack. I specifically remember this because I would have done anything for this Victoria's Secret backpack. It was like a galaxy backpack from Victoria's Secret and it was $50. My mom said that it was way too expensive and she wanted to just buy me like the regular ones from Walmart that were like 10 bucks. And I just grew up with that mentality and I feel like I grew up just like my mom always like negotiating things and like wanting to get things like a cheaper price and like, you know, saving money and whatever, X, Y, Z. So I always even just like furnishing my house or like if you're furnishing an apartment, you know, you want the cloud couch, obviously like the cloud couch is like so amazing and so gorgeous and so beautiful and like it's so cozy and I would go and and buy the dupe of it, but it wasn't truly what I wanted. So at the end of the day, like, I really wanted the cloud couch. I got the dupe. The dupe was kind of shitty and like it would get ruined and awful. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. If I would have just bought the cloud couch from the beginning, I would have saved the money that I spent on the dupe as opposed to just like buying the dupe and then realizing that it's not what I actually wanted and then ruining it. Now getting the expensive one that I actually wanted. I feel like the way that you look at money and the way that you think of money, the way your relationship with money really affects 
the way that your income comes in and the way your income comes out. Obviously, of course. So I think, for example, something that I've noticed is like, I think that there was a moment where I was just so obsessed with investing. I was so obsessed with like setting myself up for the future and like buying properties and like, you know, putting money into investments, like really trying to set myself up, which 100% I really do recommend. And I think that everybody should be able to do like should do that when they're young. But when you do these things, there's like fees and it's so fucking annoying because like you yeah you like maybe get a property but like nobody talks about first of all property taxes every year just to give you like some sort of you know example every year i'm paying around ten thousand dollars in property taxes which is so fucked i don't understand it and like I, if anything goes wrong with the house, then, you know, you have to pay for it. Every like 10 years, you have to replace like the shingles of the roof and, you know, maybe shit breaks, like my garage door broke. And then there's like a thousand dollars there trying to get that fixed, you know, a hole in the wall. That's like what, like $500 to get fixed. It's like all of these tiny little things add up. And that's where it kind of comes down to this book that I love. It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He kind of talks about how things like your money is either spent on an asset, an asset or a liability. So an asset would bring you money. So like say you were renting out a property and like the tenants were giving, that's an asset because you're making money. Or this might be a, a dumb example, like a Birkin bag, how a Birkin bag typically goes up more than gold. It's a very good investment. I know in my last video I said I wasn't because it, it depends like how you get it. Like if you're in Paris and you just get a Birkin bag, it's going to go up in value. But if you're spending like $80,000 to get one Birkin bag, it's like, girl, you're, you didn't really like make that much money um, unless you sell all of your shit from Hermes. I don't know. But something like a liability could be like a mortgage because I mean, it is controversial because I do think having a house is probably better. In most situations, I think having a house is better than renting. But in a lot of situations, renting is just better. Because, you know, all of the, you you know, people say like, of course, your property is going to go up in value um, and like all of that money, it's going back into your pocket. But like, yeah, you're also spending a lot of money like fixing it and property taxes and all these hidden extra fees. Of course, it is a good investment. And of course, I love my house. But that's a reason why I don't have a house in L.A. is because it's so expensive and it adds up. It's to the point where it's like, it's almost better to like get a roommate and share rent and like get cheap rent. That's almost better than like, you know, being able to like purchase a property. I don't know. There's, it's a very controversial topic. <laughs> and I feel like everybody like hates on, uh, what's his name? The author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. What's his name? Robert Kiyot. Kiyosaki, Robert Kiyosaki, I think that's how you say it. To sum up this huge rant, I think the main thing that I'm trying to put out is spend your money on whatever you want, not what you like other people are telling you to spend it on, not what other people say that is a good investment, but not this, 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 this. Because at the end of the day, like money will come and go. Money will come and go. Money will come as long as you're manifesting it into your life and you believe that money comes to you freely and easily, money will come to you. 
I truly believe that if you are just very consistent and you're lucky, you're at the right place at the right time, there's literally no way that you can't be successful. And I think I was just listening to so many people about what I should do with my money to the point where I'm like, fuck this shit. Like literally fuck this shit because I'm I'm it's it's causing me a headache having property sometimes. It causes me a headache with investments sometimes. It causes me a headache for almost everything. You know, people will tell you, oh, invest in Bitcoin. Bitcoin isn't even doing that well right now. People will tell you, oh, invest in this, invest in this, invest in this. But don't invest in anything unless you truly, genuinely love it. The only reason why I'm not going fucking insane right now is because I actually do kind of like real estate. I do enjoy it and I want to learn more about it. But it just gets so frustrating. And I can't even imagine the girls that are like, you know, you're trying to get into investing and then you hear these like finance buzz, blah, 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 invest in this, invest in this. Dude, the stocks are just like crazy right now. I, it's like at a point where I'm like, invest your money in things, only things that you genuinely, truly love. And it just applies to everything. It applies to like your house or whether you want to buy or rent. It applies to a car, whether you want to buy or lease. It applies to, um, you know, designer bags even. Like there's times where I'm like, oh, it's like, I can't justify it, but I've been wanting this bag for so long. Like, but I, it's like so much money I can't do. It. I got the dupe and I'm not as happy. And then I end up just buying the real one afterwards. You know what I mean? But I think I'm just so over, you know, listening to other people about like what I want to do with my money, to, like people telling me what to do, you know, going to this like banker and this person's telling me this and like this, you know, tax advisor is telling me this and this person's telling me this and this person's telling me this. They will all contradict themselves. And like, you'll be like, you know, people will tell you, oh, invest money into properties. Oh, you know, you should put into stocks. Oh, you should do this. Oh, you should do that. Oh, you should do this. Oh, you should do that. Silence other people when it comes to your money, because first of all, I always believe never listen to anybody when it comes to investing your money, because a lot of the times people will like try to convince you to invest in things to feel better about themselves. Like say like someone's investing in it, like a a Bitcoin. One of my friends invested like $10,000 into Bitcoin. She was like, you have to do it. Like this is a really good investment, which honestly, I think it was at the time. But I was like, you know, no, I'm not going to do it. But there was a point where Bitcoin was hella low and I would have gotten really mad at my friend. And I'm really glad that I really just listened to my gut and I just, you know, invest in shit that I'm actually really interested in and put my money towards shit that I actually love because I'm over it. I'm like so over listening to people, you know, telling me what to do with my money, telling me to save my money, telling me X, Y, Z, do whatever the fuck you want to do with your money. It's your money. You saved up. You made that money. You don't, I mean, maybe you owe the government money from taxes, but you don't owe anyone money. Spend your money the way that you want to fucking spend it. And like, maybe this is reckless advice, but I'm so over it. I'm so done. I've you know, taken business courses. I've listened to tax advisors. I've listened to private bankers. I've done everything to like be in the best financial situation that I could possibly be. And I'm still unhappy. And like, I'm so over it. I'm like, you know what? You know what I like? I love fucking Birkin bags. I want to buy one. And like back in the day, I would never allow myself. I'd be like, that is too fucking expensive. It's so stupid. Like other people tell me not to do it. Like people will think that I'm crazy, but it goes up in, in value more than gold. Like I fucking love that shit. And I love, I love wearing it. I, lo I think I look so cute. And like, I love that shit. And I, I honestly, I have to be honest. I love real estate. It's a pain in the ass sometimes, but I love it. 
and I love beautiful properties and I love investing in places and like renting it out to people and like I just love that shit. I love stocks once in a while. It's always good to have a little bit of money there, but like don't also don't put all of your money in one basket. I feel like at one point I put all of my money into real estate, which really wasn't a smart idea. Um, so now I'm really like just spreading out my money everywhere and I feel so much happier. I feel like it's at the, at the end of the day, you're never going to be perfect with your money. Investing at the end of the day is really just like gambling your money. It's just a matter of like how safe versus how unsafe you are with it. Like day-to-day trading, I'm so sorry, but day-to-day trading, that is gambling. You might as well go to the casino at that point because you don't like it's a it's very high risk and it's very, you know, you never know what you're going to get. You could be $10,000 richer or like $10,000 poorer the next day. You never know. I don't know. My one girlfriend was like dating some guy who did like day-to-day trading and I'm like, girl, you're dating a gambler. <laughs> I'm like, this is this is crazy. And he was like, no, it's not gambling if you know what you're doing. I'm like, girl, no, you, you, it's like, I see your financial situation. It's never stable. So I don't know. Maybe he likes it. I don't like it, but he's, he made his own money and he can spend it the way, whatever the fuck he wants. Um, but I think I'm just like so over it. I'm so over taking people's advice with money. I'm so over people telling me what to do with my money. You know, if someone's an advisor and like someone's really trained in like a professional, hey, I will listen because, you probably know better than me, but I'm so over it. I just want to spend my money. I'm going to spend my money the way that I want to spend it. I used to penny pinch. I used to penny pinch so much. I would never spend money on, you know, treating myself like massages. I would never, never, never spend my money on that. I'd be like, oh my God, $100. Like, I would rather just like, you know, save that, blah, 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 blah. But like, treating myself to a massage is actually really nice and I feel really refreshed at the end of the day and it improves my overall quality of life. Same with like a workout class, like a $30 workout class. I don't know what I would like penny pinch with that shit. Same with like nice groceries. I would penny pinch with that shit. And like, you know, even my clothes, the way that I dress. Hey, call it materialistic all you want, but people judge you the way that you look and people want like pretty privileges, like an actual thing. So like I, I like putting, you know, time towards the way that I look and I love doing my makeup and like having cute products. I love, you know, doing my hair. Like there's literally a time where I didn't want to spend like $30 on like a serum. And like, hey, maybe this is like first world problems, but I'm just going to say I wouldn't spend like $30 on like some sort of serum. I think it was like drunk elephant or something like that. No, I forget what it was. It was the one the pink packaging. I forget. Um, so I would like DM them every day and be like, please, like, can you send it to me? They never respond. And it's like, at the end of the day, I'm like, girl, like buy the $30 serum. Like it was I, every day I would like DM them and like that time and the energy that it could have put towards like making more money and like vlogging more or like doing it, you know, content or a TikTok or a meeting or emails or whatever the fuck I needed to do. I was spent like emailing and trying to get this shit for free and like okay i'm gonna sound so dumb here and not a lot of people can relate to it but it's like time is like the most valuable thing that you could give to anybody and i would just like penny pinch and like have such a lacking mindset and be like i i shouldn't spend 30 dollars because i could like really try and like tag them and like get it for free but i'm like girl it's 30 dollars it's 30 dollars girl like even just like, oh my God, like a Soho house membership or like an Equinox membership, I would always be like, I can't justify it. It's so expensive. I I, I just have, have a gym at my apartment. Like I don't need to spend that money. 
But if I would have just like spent the money like here in Paris, Soho House membership could have I could have made so many friends, but I just like couldn't justify like spending it. And I think that it is so important to invest in like the people that you surround yourself with. Soho House, I feel like is like a, a super good place to like, you know, network and like meet people that maybe are in entertainment or like whatever in the same field that you're in urine <laughs> um same with equinox there's like people that you know really take their fitness seriously and like maybe i'll meet someone there or even just like the airport lounges like i didn't realize you can actually buy it into the airport lounge you could have an economy ticket and buy into the airport lounge normally it's like 30 to 50 bucks and it's so worth it because hey you're probably gonna spend 30 bucks on a sandwich anyways at the airport and like a five like probably seven dollar water bottle right it's free at the lounge so it's like spending that little extra money on things that will like elevate my life and make my life better. I'm like, I just need to stop penny pinching on that shit. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I think I just need to like trust in the universe and trust that, you know, I feel like the time where I was making the most money was when I believed in the universe the most that money will come and go. The money that I spend, it will come back to me three times more. I really genuinely believe that. And that's when I was making the most money. And then there was a point where I kind of was like, damn, like maybe I really it's because these people would like tell me like, oh, Adeline, you made this amount of money. Like you should be saving, 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 saving. So I got into this almost like lack mindset of just like, you know, I, I, I just can't justify it. I can't spend that amount of money. Like I could just save the $50, you know, from the airport lounge and like just like, you know, sit near the gate, buy my $30 like sandwich and water. It is like, girl, like why are you penny pitching over this shit? Your money, you made your money and you just got to spend it and like elevate your life and make make yourself happy. There's nobody benefits from you suffering. I think that's like at the end of the day is like what I need to tell myself is nobody benefits from me saving my money. I mean, OK, this is kind of exaggerated because it's suffering, but it's like not going to the airport lounge. But like nobody benefits from me saving my money from doing something that I want. No one benefits from me saving my money, you know, from getting a Birkin bag. 
No one benefits from me not getting a massage. No one benefits from XYZ. I mean, hey, maybe my my investment person probably benefits because it's like more money. He gets more of a commission. But like at the end of the day, I feel like I'm telling you guys this, but I really need to just tell myself this is at the end of the day, spend your money the way that you want to. And maybe you have a champagne taste on a beer budget, but save your money and fucking buy the thing that you really genuinely want and do the things that you really genuinely want. Don't go for the dupe. Don't go for the, the the next best thing. Don't, you know, tell yourself, oh, I can't, I can't justify it. I can't afford like a massage. I can't do this. I can't do this. Girl, you made your money and like spend it the way that you fucking want. Of course, be conscious. And of course, make sure that you have a little bit in your savings in case of a rainy day. But don't listen to people when it comes to your money. Just spend it the way that you want. And tell yourself, like, believe, really genuinely believe. Say these manifestations out loud. I, I think I actually wrote down a bunch of money manifestations that I think would be really perfect for this episode. I wrote it down in my little book. Look at this. I did a little thing. So after me, repeat all of these things. Say it out loud because saying it out loud makes it more real. I attract success. I attract money. I attract opportunities. The money I spend will always be replaced with more. I have the power to be a financially successful person. Money flows easily and freely to me. Money comes to me in both expected and unexpected ways. I am a money magnet. My hard work pays off. I am a millionaire. And hey, maybe you're not a millionaire, but just say it. Just say it. I think the, the more that you say it, the more you start to believe it. Making money is easy. And hey, maybe making money isn't easy for you. I know it fucking wasn't for me when I first started out, but just say it. Say it and like feel it in your bones. And like really envision yourself in a life where, you know, maybe one year from now or two years from now or five years from now, money is easy to make for you. Envision it and like really feel it and picture yourself in that situation. I'm in harmony with the energy of money. I am energy. Money is energy. It's my birthright to be rich, happy, and successful. I am in alignment with my purpose. I attract miracles. I'm attracting money at this very moment. I really like those manifestations and I like to remind myself of these things because it's so easy to, to get into a spiral of like, you know, maybe I shouldn't spend the money. Maybe I should save. Maybe I should, you know, do this with my money. You listen to everybody. At least for me, I listen to everybody about what I should do with my money. You know, my dad told me, you know, X, Y, Z. My mom told me X, Y, Z. My aunt tells me X, Y, Z. My lawyer tells me X, Y, Z. And I look back like five years from now and I'm like, damn, like, why did I listen to them? Like, I should, I really should have just listened to myself and listened to my gut. Of course, take everybody's, you know, opinions and advice. But there's so many times where I fucked up with money and I could have saved money on taxes or I could have saved money if I would have made my own corporation. I, I would have saved money, you know, in, in so many ways. And it gives me a headache thinking about it. Money is so taboo to talk about. And like nobody talks about it. And hey, don't sue me if like I make you broke because I'm not even a professional. I'm literally just a YouTuber. So ha, take all this advice with a grain of salt. But I think that the thing that I came to the realization of today is money used to stress me out so much. I used to stress out about how much I was paying in taxes, how much money I lost, how much I fucked up, how much like X, Y, Z, 
and I'll compare myself to my friends and I'd be like, damn, they feel I feel like my friends have all of their shit together. Like, I feel like all my friends, like they know what they're doing with their money. And like, I'm so jealous because I feel like they have all of the resources to like, you know, sustain their money and like X, Y, Z only to realize a couple years later that they're not like nobody really is perfect with money and nobody fully has it all figured out. Sometimes it feels like that and it feels like your friends have it figured out. It feels like you're running so behind and it feels like, you know, you don't know all these money things, but at the end of the day, no one fucking does. And you can never be perfect with money and you can never be perfect with how much you invest and you can never be perfect with the perfect investment and the perfect way to spend money and the perfect way to pay your taxes and the perfect way for everything. There's no perfect way we all fuck up with our finances and like there's no there's literally no class in school that teaches you about finances you have to learn it all yourself and you have to navigate through life with your own money experiences your own money trauma your own past family trauma with money and like the way that you were grow, growing up and raised towards money you have to figure all that shit out it's kind of like mental health like there's no mental health course and you can't just like have perfect mental health like Everybody has fucked up shit and like everybody has baggage and everybody is like, you know, shit. Nobody talks about like money baggage and like, you know, the feeling of never having enough and the feeling of, you know, money doesn't grow on trees and like the feeling of, you know, wanting to save money or spending lots of money. And like, I feel like one thing that I've actually noticed about YouTubers is once you start making money, it's either and you came from nothing, it's either you spend it all like spend it a fuck ton and like essentially like make yourself broke or you're very smart with it and or not smart with it but like you're very like kind of like investing it all and like not going too crazy I feel like everybody has like that kind of phase where they're like oh my god I'm making money I'm gonna buy like a designer bag like oh my god I'm gonna buy diamonds I'm gonna buy ah it's like a huge house like xyz and like nobody realizes like damn I got to pay taxes or like, damn, my manager gets like 20% or like, damn, I have to, you know, pay these bills or like these utilities or, or if, you know, if there's ever a rainy day or like, you know, whatever. Um, So I feel like for years I felt like I was so behind and for years I felt like my friends have it figured out. Why can't I just figure it out? Why can't it just be me? Like, why can't I have it figured out? Why can't I feel confident and feel good about the way that I spend my money? But at the end of the day, there's no perfect way to do it. Everybody fucks up. Everybody, you know, you have to make these like mistakes essentially to grow and learn from. And there's so many days where I would like beat myself up over, you know, not knowing things that I feel like my friends knew. But it's all a learning experience. And you may feel like your friends have it all figured out, but they fucking don't. And me learning like a couple years later, the people that I thought had it all figured out, now they're asking me for advice, which is kind of weird to think about. And I just thought of that right now. But, you know, don't beat yourself up over it. Spend your money, invest your money and do whatever the fuck you want with your money because you earned it. Set yourself up with, for success. Um, but also just buy the things that you want to buy. Like don't... Don't be frugal because life can end at any point. Like, I feel like there's so many times where I'm like, oh, I shouldn't buy this. I shouldn't buy this. I shouldn't buy this. But at the end of the day, it like ends up biting me in the ass and I should have bought it. 
you know, like there was a time where um, like, for example, my friends booked this vacation and we didn't realize that we booked four people for one queen bed. And my friends were like, OK, well, we can all just like cuddle like three people on this way and then one person that way. And I'm like, girl, it's OK. I'm just going to sleep on the floor. And I don't know why I just didn't. I'm like, Adeline, you work really hard. You make a good amount of money. You should have just spent $100 on like your own hotel room. Like, why did you sleep on the floor? Because when I slept on the floor, I was waking up every hour and I didn't get any sleep. And then I got sick for like a week after that. And if I would have just not been so, you know, frugal about it and not be so penny pinching, I would have not gotten sick and I would have had a great time. I don't know. And I feel like there's so many instances where I feel like I was kind of like penny pinchy and it just ended up biting me in the ass at the end of the day. Because I feel like living in a mindset where you're very penny pinchy and you're very like, you know, you don't want to spend a lot of money. It's almost as like you have this lack of mindset like, I have lack of money, so I have to like not spend, not spend, not spend because I have lack of. Whereas if I were to change my mindset towards like a, a abundance mindset where it's money will always come by, come through to me, like spending money on myself is investing in myself and spending money in my comfortability, which is like maybe like a, a, my own hotel room as opposed to sleeping on the floor or a massage or, you know, whatever X, Y, Z. At the end of the day, it, it becomes worth it because you're investing in yourself. And there's some days where I'm like, fuck, like, like, dude, being an influencer is like, there's some months where you're making like thousands of dollars. And then there's some months where you like barely make enough for rent. Like, it's not a very stable job at all. And there's like times where I'm like, fuck, like, you know, like, I'm not making as much money, like blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, damn, fuck. Like, I wish that I just had like a stable job where it, I just got paid. Like, I knew I was going to get paid a certain amount. And I like talk to my friends who are like in corporate jobs and they do get paid a certain amount. And I think we we both just came to the realization that like no job is really that stable. Like you can go to school and you could do the corporate ladder and you could do, you know, whatever it is to like get that stable job that everyone says is like a stable job. But it's really not that stable because you could get fired at any moment. And like, I don't know. I think that I look at people with a stable job like in envy because I'm like, damn, like you just like, you know how much you're going to get paid and like, like whatever it is. But no job is really a hundred percent stable. Like some of the biggest companies, like I think there's so many big companies that you're like that company will probably never go bankrupt and then they do and like the world is constantly changing and the the world is constantly evolving and nothing is a hundred percent certain the kardashians have multiple businesses that have gone bankrupt and and failed the donald trump has multiple businesses that have gone bankrupt and failed but like look at them they're all like billionaires It's actually really crazy to think about because Jeff Bezos doesn't think about money the same way that you and me think about money. You know, like going to Jamba Juice and getting a $5 Jamba Juice to like 
me when I first started out on YouTube, five dollars was like a good chunk of my money. And I really had to think like, ugh, like, should I get the Jamba juice? Should I get the real fruit? Should I get the boba? You know, uh, I really probably shouldn't, but eh. Jeff Bezos doesn't even think five dollars is like maybe not even like a penny to him. It's not. It's like literally a fucking speck of dust for him. It's like he doesn't even think about that shit. And then you think of like these mega yachts that are like a hundred million dollars. Like, can you even picture that? I can't even picture that. Like shopping for mega yachts, a hundred million dollars. Like it really just like putting that into perspective. It just makes you feel like money isn't even really real. And like we're so you know, stuck in like our old ways and like stuck in like how our parents taught us like money doesn't grow on trees. But like, is money even real at this point to the point where like people are struggling to pay five dollars for a Jamba juice and then people are spending hundreds of millions of dollars for a yacht? What even is money? You know, I think it just goes back to that manifestation where money is energy and I am energy and believing that money comes to you easily. Money will always come back in double or triple of what you spend. And like maybe a lot of people might think that I'm crazy for this episode, but I just want to put it out there because I really wish that someone would have told me this because I feel so like stuck sometimes with like, you know, hearing other people talk about money and uh, hearing other people's advice on money. And I'm just fucking over it. I'm so over it. I'm going to spend my money the way that I want to spend it because I earned it and it's my money and I don't owe my money to anybody and I don't have to listen to anybody, not my mom, not my dad, not my, I mean, unless you're under 18, which kind of sucks because like they kind of own your money. Really, 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 I think I really just recommend people to learn about finances and learn about money because it can really just change your life. It's really crazy because, you know, I see people that were in the same situation as me and they made a lot of money off of YouTube and seeing where everyone is at now. Some people have, you know, these huge houses and like they're still doing YouTube and like they're still making money and like they're buying designer bags, which is amazing. And then some people, you know, quit and they don't make money. There's a lot of YouTubers where, I mean they get burnt out, they quit, they stop making money. And then, you know, I've seen YouTubers and they work at a coffee shop now and they don't have a property. They don't have, you know, X, Y, Z. And I'm not trying to shame anyone or shame anything with this. I think it's all just like a learning experience because, you know, you can make the same amount as Anna, but maybe Anna spends her money a certain way, you spend your money a certain way. And you could be in two completely different situations. I don't know. I think that's why I, I've i also noticed guys, especially who are always wearing like designer and like big diamonds and shit like that. Like to me, that isn't sexy. To me, like even just like a nice car, like to me, I don't know. To me, having a nice like property is sexy. Does that make sense? I don't know. I feel like I'm just all over the place with this episode and like maybe it's controversial. Maybe I'll get canceled for it. But like this is just the way that I I think about money and I'm, I'm just so over listening to these like finance videos and like, you know, whatever. And just taking everything with a grain of salt and really just like listening to your gut because 
something that makes me feel better about myself is knowing that there's always like a backup plan. Like, you know, people would always tell me, oh, you know, this YouTube thing, you're not going to be doing it when you're 30. They would say that to me when I was 13. And hey, I'm 25 now. I'm still doing it. You know, I'm so glad I didn't listen to people back then. They were like, you should go to university, go to school, you know, X, Y, Z. I mean, I did go. I went to makeup school. So that's that's something. OK, <laughs> but people will always give unsolicited opinions and people always will tell you what to do with your money, especially when you start making money. People love to tell you how to spend your money, how to do this, how to do that. But at the end of the day, you just have to spend it the way that you want to spend it. And do your own research. Don't listen to anyone. And good luck, girl. Because it's fucking frustrating. It's fucking frustrating being a girl boss. I don't know. I think I I need to stop being so hard on myself about money. And I think I just need to come to terms with being in I know this is going to sound so stupid and spiritual but like just being in alignment with the universe and allowing the universe to just do its thing and saying like letting go of that you know feeling of control because at the end of the day you can't control how stable your job is and how stable you know the money coming in is um and just letting go of that control and knowing that the universe always has your back that money will always come to you and money comes easily to you and opportunities are always coming to you and yeah i don't know i think it's very hard to explain because I feel like I'm going through the situation myself and I compare myself to my friends so much with their money situation and my money situation. And I'm like, fuck, like, why, when will I be the one to figure it out? When will I ever figure it out? And when will I, will, when will I feel confident and good about my money situation? And I just feel like at the end of the day, no one really knows. Like even Ariana Grande was like, you know, she's so successful. She's like has you know she's a pop star like she must have her life figured out and she's like i fucking don't and i think that applies in all areas of life sometimes i feel so behind in life and even the biggest pop stars with like the biggest bank accounts have no fucking clue what the fuck they're doing um so i don't know i think that just like kind of gives me peace of mind um because i hate to admit i like literally hate to admit it but money is a big stressor and like money is like one of the main things, one of the main reasons why people get divorced and money is like a huge stressor, at least like me growing up, money was a huge thing that like we've always talked about. So I think just like having these hard conversations on like the podcast and like, hey, maybe I'm wrong and everything that I'm saying is bullshit. But I think having these hard conversations and talking about it and like creating that conversation is so much better than just like, you know, kind of just like trying to navigate it through your life by yourself um so if you guys have any tips or tricks or anything advice or even just manifestations or affirmations about money leave them in the comments if you're watching this on youtube but yeah okay now on to what would rihanna do wow 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 thoughts if this is just me yelling on a microphone for the past like how long has it been 30 minutes and now we're about to talk about blowjobs. Someone said, what are some tips for giving a good blowjob? First of all, I just want to say, don't ever feel bad about your blowjob abilities because eating pussy is so much easier and men are so bad at doing it. 
So I just want to start there. Eating pussy is so much easier and men are still so bad at doing it. So whatever blowjob you're doing, girl, it's probably better than what any man is doing to you. So feel good about yourself there. Next of all, second, <laughs> um, I don't even feel like it's really about like, I feel like I was so obsessed with like getting it down, like so deep down my throat, but it's really just, it's about just feeling the wand and like feeling the stick, you know, <laughs> it's about the vibes. I feel like it's about, you know, drink water before, make sure that it's like nice and lubricated and, you know, you're hydrated. Hey, even brush your teeth before. There's this like meme that Cardi B did <laughs> and she was like, y'all be eating like fucking like <laughs> chicken fried wings and fucking like barbecue sauce and then be sucking the dick and then putting it in your vagina. No wonder y'all got yeast infections. Girl, it's true. She's speaking facts there. Brush your teeth. Um, drink water and at least mouthwash. I don't know. Would that kind of sting the dick? I don't know. Um, brush your teeth drink some water, make it nice and like slobbery and like wet. Um, I feel like by like sticking it to the back of my throat, it kind of like already like lubricates it. Like, you know how it's like. Um, And I think it's just about like really starting slow. I feel like at least for, you know, going down on a woman, I feel like it's all about the tease and it's about like starting really slow, not going straight into it. Like go, go, go fucking like whatever gulp gulp throat 3000 i don't know <laughs> i feel like it's about starting really slow you know maybe kissing around the area and then just licking and then slowly starting and then like slowly picking up the pace just like it's kind of like a dance you know you don't just like go into the dance like boom 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 you kind of like gotta ease yourself into it and you know find the pace and slow like start slow and then gradually get faster um i think that's some advice that i would say same with women start very slow um maybe start around and like teasing the area and eventually getting to the clit and like starting very slow and very gentle and honestly for women i don't even think you need to go that fast I honestly feel like sometimes slower is better. But it's like a mix. You know, people always say this. <laughs> Cardiovios is something. <laughs> She's like, everyone always says the Scorpios are so good at fucking. But like, Scorpios just fuck fast. Like, it doesn't mean it's necessarily good. Like, of course, I love like a good fast. And then I like a good slow. It's like about variation. I think like people always say like, oh, what do you like? You like rough? You like soft? You like this? You like that? It's like all about the mood and it's all about the vibe if you have hard sex all the time or rough sex all the time doesn't mean that it's good if you have slow sex all the time doesn't mean that it's good i think it's about the vibe and the variation like feeling what your body wants and like expressing what you need and like telling your partner what you like i think it's just what it's about i don't know um so that's what i would say and don't feel so insecure about it i feel like people are always like how do i give the best blowjob like girl I'm sure you're doing a good blowjob. Like, it's better than what all these men are doing with you. So, feel good about yourself. <laughs> um, next up, someone said, how do you get the guy to make the first move? Mm, I love this question. I'm going to have to end the podcast soon because I have a call. Um, but I think 
how to get the guy to make the first move. I think it's all about eye contact because I know a lot of my friends, they hate doing the first move. And I'm like, okay, so you know what you need to do? Maybe you don't do the first move, but you have to lock eyes. Like even if it's like, say you're at a restaurant or say you're at a club or say you're at um, wherever, like look at them, look at them, have your body language very open and inviting, talk to people, but look, look at them. Lock eyes, smile, wave. They're probably going to come to you. So I think it's all about eye contact. Really just like sitting upright, very being very open. Like no one's going to talk to you when you're like arms are crossed, not looking, looking down, not making eye contact. Bitch, no one's going to come up to you like that. It's not like Twilight, girl. Um, make eye contact, look very open, look very inviting, talk to people. And I, I promise when you guys lock eyes, smile, wave, like, I don't know. I swear it works every time and you just need to make eye contact. They will come to you. Next up, someone asked, how important is good sex in a long-term relationship? I think sex depicts every aspect of your relationship. If you're not having sex, I don't maybe, I don't think that it's the sex that's making you guys not have sex. I think it's maybe something else in your relationship that's deeper. Maybe they're not doing the dishes or maybe they're not, you know, fulfilling your you know love language whether it's gifts physical touch acts of service quality time words of affirmation whatever it is i feel like there's always something deeper so yes i think that sex is very important in a relationship there's so many times where i hear my friends and they're like Ugh, i've been in a relationship i haven't had sex in nine months bitch nine months you could have a baby nine months is crazy i don't know i think sex is a very 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 important part of a relationship and hey, maybe it's important for me, maybe it's not important for you, but I personally think it's, for me, it's very important to have sex in my relationship. And I think having sex is very healthy and I think it's a great way to bond with your partner. And I think that it's a great way to like work out and like have exercise and like, like there's so many benefits of having sex. So how important is good sex in a long-term relationship? I think it's very important. And if you're not having good sex and like maybe you're not orgasming or you're not coming, there's so many times where my girlfriends say they're not coming in a relationship. I'm like, fuck girl, like why? What's the point of having sex if you're not coming? That's literally like getting a guy horny and then you just like, what? Why do we make the guys come and they don't make us come? Like, don't fake it. Like stop faking orgasm. Stop faking that you're done. If the guy is done and he finishes, like, just keep playing with yourself and say, so are you going to finish me? Like, nine times out of ten, they will. You have to communicate, girl. Communicate what you want and communicate what feels good to you. And I promise you, it's not weird. If anything, it's hot. It's hot when someone knows what makes them feel good. It's hot when someone tells you what to do. Like, men love that shit. They love it. I promise. There's, I don't think I've ever had a time where I didn't finish and I told them, I'm like, are you going to finish me? They say no. No, no man wants to feel like, oh, I didn't make that girl come. It's because like, just stop faking orgasms. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help the partner. It doesn't help anybody. Girls got to come. So come. Okay. <laughs> this is the crazy way to end the podcast, but I have a call right now. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. I'm sorry. It was literally just me ranting after my, you know, call with my private banker but spend your money the way that you fucking want to don't listen to anyone about how to spend your money because at the end of the day you're gonna look back five years from now and be like fuck 
I should have just got the Birkin bag. I should have just bought the couch, the cloud couch that I wanted. I should have just got the Starbucks because Starbucks is only $5 a day, which equals, let's see, five times 365. It's only $1,825 for happiness. Like Starbucks coffee, like is actually like the little thing, the one thing that's for me. And it's only $1,800 a month. And like, hey, I know that's a lot of money, but it makes me happy every single day. And I think it's worth it. And I think it's a good investment. So stop penny pinching and stop telling yourself that you don't deserve these things. You do deserve these things. All the money that you're spending, it's going to come back to you. Say these affirmations that I said in the podcast. Say it to yourself over and over and over again. Believe that money will come back to you because it will. I love you, girl. And I have fucking money trauma and I'm trying to get over it. And I hope that you you don't have money trauma. But if you do have money trauma, get over that shit. Say these affirmations to yourself. If you're on YouTube, Give this video a like if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music. Give it five stars. It helps me so much. It helps me so much. Um, and I'm always here if you need to talk. Same place, same time. Every Wednesday on Girl Talk. Love you guys. Bye. Did you like that episode? I really hope that you did. Um, if you haven't already, then make sure to watch last week's episode or the week after. Just click on the links, whatever it is. Um, and I hope that you guys enjoyed. Also, be sure to subscribe because it helps me a lot. Um, but I love you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Bye.